I did say it. I said that Fury would have Wilder out of there. I thought it would be in around the 8th or the or the 9th. And um, he did get Wilder out of there. But I also said, after listening to the Mannix podcast and looking at a few other things, that uh, Wilder would have to be a different kind of fighter. He would have to fight behind the jab, you know, like he did against Stiverne. You know, it's not really a, a, a ramrod stiff jab, but it's a range finder for that right hand. And Wilder came out in the first round really looking to finish this, really looking to set up that right from the beginning. Had better, um, had better legs, had better movement. He was setting up that right hand. He actually hit that right hand in the first, just, you know, in, in, just, just to show him that I'm here. And, you know, um, although Fury got him with a big right hand at the end of the first, which kind of messed up the work that, 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 that Wilder had done. And Fury took the second round to kind of think, OK, I can see what you're doing now. You're using that jab. You're moving. So actually, I'm just going to see what, what we've got here. I'm just going to try and find you out a little bit. He did set up the right with the jab again. Wilder, I did say if he's just looking for that, then that's... You know, then that's not going to be good for him. And, um, but he didn't just do that. He moved as well. Malik Scott had got him set up differently, you know. They talked about going to the body, and they did go to the body a bit, but not much. He was sticking and moving a lot more, though. And in this second round, Fury clinches a lot more. Malik Scott talked about using the clinch game, but Wilder wasn't using it at this point as much. Wilder had a plan, though. Third round plan went out the window. Fury made Wilder fight his fight in this round. He made it more of a battle. It was more open. Wilder did hit his signature right and Fury was backing off a bit, shipping a few punches, but it was much more open. They were throwing much more leather and Fury hit a right uppercut in close that didn't really sit down and he didn't really get all of it. But Wilder went down from that up immediately. And it was a great round. Fury by now has landed almost twice as many punches as Wilder. And that round is the way he wants to work. He wants to bully. He wants to get in close. He wants an open round. Good fight though so far. And it all happened of course in the fourth round. Fury switched off for a bit. Coming in. Wilder hits him with a... Uh, an, an okay punch he sat down on it knocked him down was annoyed with himself back up but didn't have it together and the second knockdown was rather a sort of um, combination of punches nothing special but he sort of fell down because he wasn't really with it now they said that referee Russell Mora was that a long count? I don't think so and by the time we get Fury back in the fifth round he's got such reserves that he's, he's back together, fighting behind the jab, hits a, a combo right through the middle, which knocks Wilder's head back. But Wilder's setting himself up for that right again, and his movement's good. This fight is getting even better. Andre Ward helpfully tells us in the sixth, it's about coming up with the right punches at the right time. Thank you, Andre. I really need that kind of analysis. Commentary scorecard had Wilder just up by two in this by this sixth round, and I think that's probably right. He was doing the better boxing, Tyson Fury didn't look at it as much. His movement wasn't as good. He didn't look as sure of himself. But as the match goes on, he'll have more self-belief, I suspect. 
They traded some heavy leather in that sixth. Both trading punches. I mean, Wilder was down, but not really. It was just a slip. But that's this is a good round. They're both letting their hands go. It's nice to see. Jugger Hill to, uh, to Wilder in the ring after the sixth. Wake the F up. Yeah, I suppose, but really, Fury didn't let him do as much there. Movement was better. Let those punches go. It all depends what your opponent can allow you to do, which is what Anthony Joshua found out a couple of weeks ago. Lennox Lewis had some good analysis, though. Fury is throwing some wilder punches. Wilder punches, ha-ha, in the, uh, in the seventh, and might tire himself out if he doesn't throw them with a little bit of a plan. And that's what Tyson Fury can do if you throw him off his game plan, which Wilder is doing a lot more in this fight. Oh, Fury did hit one with authority. Right hand got through, and then he looked. He just looked at his own work, and you could see his confidence returning. And now he, he and then he's fighting with real authority in this seventh. Wilder's having to clinch. There's that clinch game. And um, for, actually, for the first time, or one of the first times, Fury looks like he's the Fury of old, that he's got lots of confidence here. Wilder throws some. Fury hits another great punch. And Wilder's on the ropes, rocking a little. And he looks tired, actually. Wilder, he looks like he's not sure of himself here. Whereas Fury looks like he has that swagger back. In the eighth, Wilder, Wilder doesn't look so sure of himself. And Fury's out chasing him and looking very sure here. And now they have it. They have it as a draw. In this round, by this round. Fury's done some better work and he certainly landed... Almost double the punches again of Wilder. Wilder's leaning on him though. That's part of that clinch game. And um, Fury needs to push him off so he can actually get some range and hit those punches, which he knows are now hitting hard. Wilder gets some success, moving Tyson Fury onto the ropes. What does Tyson do? Just moves away. Lovely footwork. And he's got more of the boxer's acumen in this round. For the last couple of rounds, you really see his confidence returning. Mm, the fight does show that after um, after Wilder hits that right hand, or left hand, should I say, he sort of held on to it. Not sure if he's injured in this way or not. But we'll find out later on. Ah, it's his right hand. Oh, let's have a look and see what happens. Certainly, he's being talked to by the doctor. Came in just... Just after the bell sounded, it seemed to me. A bit odd. And in the ninth, Wilder's not really throwing that, that right hand. He's jabbing with the left, but he's not throwing the right. And he's a quieter, more subdued fighter in this round. And what, uh, Fury sees that, goes after it, of course. As Tyson Fury comes in, there's always a danger he's going to get rocked by a counter. And he did. This is a great fight. Fury's using that left jab as well. Just to kind of... Just to kind of move Wilder out of any of the work that he thinks he's going to set up. And he's been using it throughout the fight. It's just that he kind of, because he's so unconventional, it's, it, Fury actually manages to get this work done and to really show his power and to really get through. But because it's unconventional, you can't, it's difficult to comment on it as much. 
Fury clinches on him a long time in that round nine as well. He sees the tiredness and a bit of a bit of the subdued nature of Wilder, maybe, and just wants to sap a bit more strength. He is at his largest here. It's really good work from from Fury. At the end of that round, Fury switches off a bit, just for a millisecond. Wilder hits an uppercut through and rocks Fury a bit, who looks to be holding on a little right at the end of the fight, of the round. And by the 10th, Fury is fighting his fight, like he did in the third. He's bullying him. He's making it a fight. He's leaning on him. He's moving him around the ring. He's hitting those punches. This is looking pretty inevitable at this point. But then you never know with this fight. It's been fabulous. Oh, and then a right hand by Fury as Dante moved to his right. <laughs> it was a little bit off balance, I suppose. It did. It was a clubbing blow. It put him down. Fury thought that was something special. Raised his, his gloves. But he's back up. The wear and tear on Wilder's face is incredible, really. But Wilder firing back. When people thought, this is it. He holds on. He's hanging on. Wilder's... Fury's trying to get him out of there. But Wilder's fighting back and he's, he's, he's getting through this round. In fact, he's hitting some leather of his own. Fabulous round. And Wilder ends that round in the ascendancy. Oh, actually, although Wilder was off balance, when you see that shot again, he straightened him. It was a straightener. His legs went. That was a big punch to take that late in the fight. An absolute kudos to Wilder for hanging on. There's a lot of time left in that round, and he managed to keep going. Oh, once again... This is a fabulous fight. Tyson leaning on him again in round 11, really bullying this fight and really tiring him out. He must have known that that knockdown would have taken a lot out of Wilder. An uppercut gets through. He's really he's smothering his own work a bit, is Tyson Fury, to try and get in there. And Wilder's having to hold on, to clinch, to push. Oh, what a lovely punch. That's amazing. That was a left just to wake him up. And then a right, which did not push him out of there. That's an incredibly tough way to go for this fight for Wilder. Well, that's that's not a fight that was around in the second fight, is it? It was closer. Wilder came out to fight and he came out to box as well. And, you know, there was a comment that, well, Wilder looks like he could put Fury down at any point. He always does, and he always will, because Fury is so unconventional. I can't say what makes Fury such a fantastic fighter. It's a combination of so many different things, and you know what? He's so unconventional that how can you fight against Fury when he doesn't know what he's going to do next time? He got more confident as this fight continued. And certainly, you know, around the... the, the the seventh and eighth, you could see the swagger was back and you could see he was thinking he's tiring. He did get tired, Wilder, shipping big punches. And he was it was closer, but I don't think it was in that much doubt, to be honest. I certainly think that towards the end of the fight, Tyson Fury was bullying him, leaning on him, clinching him, really pushing the pace. And it was only a matter of time. As they said, it could go at any time. But I've been saying that for 40 minutes. They said, and that's, you know, it was a great fight. 
They threw leather. They both came to fight. Tyson Fury was surprised by Wilder's durability in his heart. We shouldn't be surprised by Fury's heart. He really went for... He really shipped some punches and didn't show that much trouble or that much pain or that much worry. And what happens for Wilder now? There's a door open for this because that was a bad knockdown. If he got knocked down in the way he did in the second fight, then I'm not sure that he has the, or he'd want to, fight his way back up to the the top of the mountain where he's been before and been knocked down, knocked off. But this leaves a door open, which is, well, I got through to the 11th round. I took his punishment. I got some of my chutzpah back. I got some of my reputation back. But that was a tough knockdown. And I'd be careful if I was Deontay Wilder, thinking about what my next move is for Tyson Fury. It, it wasn't as emphatic as that second fight. But what it did do was show that he can take a tough fight like he did in the first fight and come through and he's at the top of his game. And I don't know why he succeeds. That's the great thing about Fury. It's a combination of things. But he does it. And he does it with absolute entertainment. One of the fights of the year, if not the. Something very, very special. And up there with the Joshua Usyk or Usyk Joshua fight for different reasons. This one's one for the ages. And I really enjoyed it. Shame it's their third fight in the last one. But Tyson Fury is the king. Ta-ta.